Again, it's just in time. Accessories. Everything is only five dollars. Nickel and lead free jewelry. Tayama Copeland, independent paparazzi agent. Just in time accessories. Definitely have the bling and everything in between. Check around. Make sure you go over to goalie.com and get your goalie gummies today. They have three selections, three choices to choose from. They have the apple cider vinegar, the ashwagandha, and new. They now have the super fruit. In addition to going over to goldygummies.com, make sure you use the ATL as your discount code and receive a huge discount. It supports the channel and the podcast. In addition to all of that, the gummies, they are a source of antioxidant. They have vitamins B9, B12, promotes general good health, helps improve your daily health, contains pectin, a source of dietary fiber, uses pectin as a natural prebiotic to support the healthy gut and immune system, includes the mother, a healthy strain of bacteria, antioxidants, and enzymes. Mask the unpleasant taste of the apple cider vinegar. It's simple. It's delicious. It's goalie. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good evening, good evening, individuals, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls. I am Anthony Brown. Welcome to the Anthony Brown Show, the segment we call the ATL. I'm joined this evening by my very beautiful, lovely co-host, Miss Tiama Sweetness. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Miss T. Savage. Hey, America. And we're joined by a very special guest tonight, Miss Juicy herself. She's she's driving. Blessings, she's on mute blessings. That's right. That's right. All right. Juicy is in the house. So anyway, hey Tina Mo. Tina Mo said, "How much discount is using the ATL code?" It changes from month to month. I think this month is either 15 or 20% discount for the goalies. I heard those Oshawana Ghanas are really good. They are. They're really good. Tina Mo said, hello, everyone. Hey, love. Listen, 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 Linda. Um, for um, Tiama and Savage, just to, just to bring you up to, up to par, up to, um, up to speed. You remember um, a while back, Rodney had um, came on the show. That topic was the HIV. Yes. What well, well, he introduced me to Juicy. Juicy is a friend of his, so she's joining us tonight. Um, and Legacy right now, I think he's feeling he's feeling under the weather the last two days, so that's why he's probably not here. He may or may not pop in. I don't know. I talked to him earlier, and he felt like death was knocking at the door, and I said I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. So. <laughs> Um, hopefully he'll get his strength back, just enough strength to pop in and pop out, you know, even if it's just to say hello, everybody, and whatever, whatever, and lay back down. But he is really feeling bad. So, our prayers and our blessings and everything go out to him. So, um, yes, so enough of the pleasantries. So, anyway, how are everybody doing tonight? I am exhausted, it has been a tiresome. <laughs> Rough week. I went from lashes to contacts to glasses in the ponytail. Okay. <laughs> I was now back in school with the kids. Oh God, it's off the chain. Nobody want to wear their mask. They want to get up on you. They want to hug you, talk in your face, come in your space. I have trying to come to my desk today. Coming around to my desk, like behind my desk, like what are you doing? You want me to spray you with the lights on? Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It is so interesting. I'm just trying to stay awake. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry we woke you up, girl. Listen, <laughs> it, it's real over here, okay? How How's little Tyson? That's a grown man. You already know. That's a grown man. <laughs> Let you do the show. Yes, he's running his little sister. Well, big sister's crazy. Tina Mo said, "Great." Manita and Labari is on the job. Okay. I hit that bed. I don't got no cheering. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody that today is five dollar Friday. So if you feel like being um. A blessing to the show to help us sponsor the show. Like right now, we're trying to start a phone line, a, a call-in phone line, which of course it costs. So if any of you want to um, contribute to um, 
supporting us with getting a phone line. Um, right at the bottom of the screen right now, now you'll see the cash app, so definitely donate. We appreciate it. You don't necessarily have to, but if you do, we greatly appreciate it. It means the world to us. Um, tonight's topic was very interesting. And before we get into it, we're going to get into the letter. I'm mean, the letter. I'm sorry, but about fat shaming. And um, oh, by the way, Don Allen is not going to be able to join us. He said that he had to um, perform tonight, or he was booked and busy tonight. But he'll try to join us in the comment section. So anyway, okay. So just let y'all know because he said um, he let y'all know that. I said okay, I'll let everybody know. But anyway, if you're new to the channel, definitely hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit that like button and definitely comment below. And if you comment below, we will definitely answer your comments and respond to your comments accordingly because they will put your comments on the screen. Again, I'm the Anthony Brown Show. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course here on YouTube. Let's see. Let's let me find my next clip. I want to show real quick. Where is my commercial? Here we are. Dear ATL, it's a segment of the show where you, the viewer, can write in and tell us about what's going on in your life. And we will read your letter and respond to your letter live here on the air. So if you're experiencing relationship problems, best friend disputes, baby mama, baby daddy drama, marriage issues, church hurt, church issues, and many, many more. Send your letters to the Anthony Brown Show at gmail.com. Hey, Miss Adrian. Hey, sis. How you doing? So, um, <laughs> This segment of our show was where you, the viewer, like the commercial said, can write in and tell us what's going on in your life. And of course, we read your letter here on, on the screen live, and we all partake in responding on what we think you should do. And this is just our opinions. And um, Juicy, this is part of the, the, the topic that you would partake in as well. So we're all going to give our opinion on this letter. So do you have the red the letter ready for us tonight, Miss Savage? Yes, I do. You ready? Sure, go right ahead. Dear ATL show, just wanted to tell you all I really enjoy your show and I see you growing and doing big things. Um, your first show, the family reunion, was awesome. Congratulations to Legacy for building relationships with your siblings. Here's my letter. I've been dating a man for eight years and he proposed last month. Shortly after we met, he found out about a two-year-old daughter. He found out about a two-year-old daughter that he had by a woman with a one-night stand. The child's mother was messing with two guys, so of course he took a paternity test. I drove him back and forth to visit his child, which was over three hours away. I was friendly with the child's mother, and his daughter and I became besties. When she came to visit, she stayed at my house and we did our nails and other girly things the whole weekend. She was a sweetheart. As she got older, her dad visited her more often to attend her soccer game. We were still very close and she called me all the time to check in and chat with me. Last month, she was at her dad's house when he proposed to me. After he asked me to marry him, she yelled, no, and ran from the room. 
I went to talk to her and she said and she said that she loves me as a friend, but she doesn't want me to marry her dad. She's 11 years old now, so I figure she's old enough to know that marriage was always in the plan for her dad and I. She said, you ain't my stepmama and you won't ever be my stepmama. Mm. I was shocked by her reaction and what came next. She said that her dad spends the night at her house when he comes to visit her and he stays in her mom's room. I went and asked my man and he put his head down. He put his head in his hands and started crying. I FaceTimed the mom and she told me that my man has been sending mixed signals. She would not confirm or deny that they had sex. He swears that he sleeps on the couch. I know his daughter knows a lot more, but he told me to leave her out of it. She started all of this. So why can't I ask her? What should I do? Signed, devastated, confused, and hurt. Oh, wow. Devastated, confused, and hurt. Hmm. So, who's first? What do y'all think she should do? Million dollar question, she not confused. Mm -hmm. She's not confused. That little girl told her everything that she needed to know. Period. Dumb bitch, keep it moving. Ain't no denial that she want that ring, so do what you do best, be a dummy. That is denial, because she's talking about she confused. If she wasn't in denial, she would see what it is. She's um, not in denial. She wants the ring. She's in mm. denial, but she's talking about she confused. There's nothing to be confused about. The girl is telling you what it is. In my opinion, you ain't had no business even asking the mama about it. You're not in a relationship with the mama. You step to the person you're in a relationship with. And as far as a child bringing that up, a child needs to stay in the child's place. That's not your business. Mm. I would never allow my child to come into the midst of a situation like that as a parent. Wow. That's just me. It was the child place because the daddy was sleeping in her mama room giving her mixed signals too. Exactly. That wasn't her place. At 11? Yeah, she's 11 now because she met her when she was, I think, 8. I'm sorry, when she was 2. So now she's 11. She should not have asked that girl about if her daddy spent a night and if he do what he's what he what he spent a night at. That's not a question you ask a child. Well, I don't think she asked the child that. No, she? the child told her that when she came and asked the child why she was upset because yeah. that child was thinking her parents was gonna get back together based on what she saw. So you right. say you think she just volunteered the information because of how she felt and not want her dad to marry the lady. Exactly, because she wanted that her mom and her dad to get back together. Right. I... What do you say, Juicy? As well, and I think that, um, you know, we as parents, we do things in front of our children, they learn it. And so it's her place to speak up on what she see and don't settle in her soul as right, because it wasn't right. So you think it was okay for an 11-year-old to, to to blurt out that information? You know, I, I think that sometimes we should have a, a better way of, of expressing ourselves 
but if that's the only way she knows how to speak out, then yes, it was it was right because she's growing up. Eleven is close to teenage. She's 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 you know she's part woman already. Eleven year olds they not naive or, or to the fact of sex and relationships. And so if what she's seeing and what settles with her is this is right and now this lady is coming in. She's an, she's an intruder. And she's like breaking up a home to her. And that's that's not what children want. So she's speaking out on, like I said, what, what doesn't settle with her soul. And children are pretty much the parents' correction in life. Like, so she's there to help that her daughter and her mother make better decisions if not by just being the child and being present, call them out. Because apparently they don't know to do better. If they did, they would have. Adrian said it's the child's place because when the woman asked her why she didn't want them to get married, the child told her. And that's my fault uh, since I, the, the, girl, the lady didn't uh, ask the girl that. The girl, I guess, volunteered the information. So the lady didn't ask her that. She just volunteered the information in a moment. Tina Mo said, I hope I have immunity for at least two months in regards to the five by the Friday because I just relocated and it was very exhausting and expensive. I still haven't recovered. When I am able to sponsor, I did. And oh, it's no obligation, Miss Tina. We appreciate it. Um everything you do and um when you all have the house all set up and everything and um you ready to um stir some things up in them pots. Let us know. You just greedy. Every time somebody you just take it back to food every time. They ain't they miss nothing about no food. I just thought I put that I just thought I throw that out. Throw it in the atmosphere. Right. Plates all around. Plates all around. I come over to help you test them parts out. So what y'all think about this man? It just said, I thought you said the woman asked her no. Well, that was my fault. Mm -mm. Um, how would you feel being a woman if he put his hand in his head and started crying? Like, something's got to be going on other than, you know, exactly. He what he tried her. to make it seem like. But what's the crime for? And the fact that the woman won't even answer the question, you know, some women. The crime was. Because the woman keeping the loyalty with her baby daddy, it's not her job to tell this bitch nothing. Right, I like how she decided to give it to her. But listen, once the little girl told her, "This is what I have learned, y'all," and I learned this for real, for real within the last year. You can tell someone exactly, like you being a woman, you could tell the other woman that the one that got the ring from the dude. Listen, whenever I feel I want to sit on that dick, that is what I'm going to do. And that dumb bitch will turn around and still fuck with that nigga. So the, at the end of the day, she's going to stay there. The simple fact that she asks in questions and she knows for sure, for sure, it is what it is. The little girl told you, you went and asked him, he put down his head, he started crying. That woman ain't going nowhere. Period. Adrian said, Period. this is why you don't bring people around your kids. Facts. Adrian, see, that is my, that's my boo. So, a question for Miss Adrian. Um, Adrian, y'all might send Miss Adrian a link. Miss Adrian, I have a question. 
at what point do you start bringing the people around your child? Because, I mean, if you're dating somebody, you're going to be dating them, let's say, five years, four years, ten years. Do you never bring them around your child? So at what, what point is it okay to introduce them to the children? Let me tell you, if it's Tay, I'm a child, bitch, never rarely. Because half of the time when you bring your kids around certain people, you never know what person got so much hostility and hate for you, what they will do to your child. Every other day we see a kid killed in social media by the next person that I just don't have Adrian nothing Link. affiliated. I'm straight. I just said Adrian the Link. All right, Bobo. But I'm saying, uh -huh. you've been dating the person, I, I, I ain't got my like a, a few months or even a year. I mean, you've been dating the people five years, six years, seven years. Now, now you, you know, there's not now person, when I tell you, not now person outside Weekly Harry's that I have ever been intimate with that can even tell you what my 23 year old looked like. Half of them can't even tell you I have a 23-year-old. That part. My son don't need another daddy, so guess what? You don't need to meet him. My son is my lifeline. You ever want to hurt me? You won't, through it. you won't do it through my mama, my sister, my brother. You want to kill me, you got to go through my kids. So guess what? I'm not finna have my heart out in the open. If God got my heart sealed... So where it cannot be penetrated or hurt it, guess what? That's what my kids are. Period. So, Miss Adrian, let me ask you the question. So at what point do you start bringing the, the, the new bull around the children? She's on the mannequin challenge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. My hand's on. Sorry, y'all. Hello, am I, am I on the air? Is this yes. thing live? <laughs> Is this thing recording? Yes, T.S. Madison coming straight for you. Yes, we're like here. This is why you to keep them damn children away from them men and women. You don't bring your children around people. You just don't. My kids have only seen me with two men in their life besides their dad. And when I separated from their dad, it took me about five years before I met anybody else. And that was that ex I was with. We was like seven years. And then he was the only man my kids had ever seen me around at that time. And up until this year, I broke up with that last dude four years ago, 2017. Up until this year is the first time my kids have seen me with anybody else because I don't play that. And part of the reason being, too, because when I was growing up, my mother always had men in and out of the house, in and out of the house, in and out of the house. And I just always felt like it was inappropriate. It sent so many mixed signals like, is this how a woman's supposed to be? Are you supposed to be having different men? And you know what I mean? So I always said when I had kids, I would never let that happen with mine. So your mom was a thought pocket. Yeah, what? Mommy was something serious. God rest her soul, but mommy was hot cock Annie, baby. Yes, she was. But she did what she did. You know, I love her no more. Mommy was hot cock Annie. I couldn't believe the things mommy did. God, she did what she did. Legacy's in the house. Hey, Be quiet, bro. How you feeling? I'm giving it all I got right now to be able to be on here because I love y'all. 
We love you too. We know it's a lot of you to be here because you know you don't miss a show. Let us know. You here. T Savage, Miss Adrian T.O. Y'all ain't say ATL ho or nothing. Well, I just came on here. Let me tell you, I almost missed the whole show, Legacy. Knocked out like I have been the past couple of days. Oh, man. Wick, when they put it on you like that, two days of sleep? Hell no. That that damn show ain't it. It's called They Switching Up My Medication. (laughs) I'm on the losing end of this battle, child. I'm on the definitely losing end of this battle. What y'all been on here fussing about? Because I, I I couldn't get none of it. So let me get a little bit. D-Lo said, hey, ATL family. Hey, Don Allen. Did you hear the letter? Legacy, did you hear the letter? No, I didn't. No. Oh, Lord. Can I get it, Savage? Give me a second to pull it back up. I appreciate it, mama. What's wrong with you, Legacy? You sit. I've been down for about like two and a half days. Oh no, you all right? Yeah, I'm just right now at a point where you know I'm still able to move around, function, and all that type of stuff. But for sleep, when I go to sleep, mm-hmm. it's over. I've been sleep. I've been sleep since like five o'clock. What happens mm-hmm. when you sleep? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Legacy, Jay-Z. say what happens when you... One minute. Miss Juicy, say what happens when you sleep. Hey, Miss Juicy. Oh, but I don't know. I'm just so I'm just so drained and tired that whenever I do overexert myself for moving around and doing stuff, it automatically just once I close my eyes, I'm gone. It ain't no cat napping yet. I'm sleep sleeping. You might have fibromyalgia. Good God. <laughs> what, what a body shot, but niggas do not care about shooting body shots. Oh my god, not no body shot. Not no body shot. But give it to me, Savage, please. Just, dear ATL show, just wanted to tell you all I really enjoy your show. And I see you all growing and doing big things. Your first show was the family reunion. It was awesome. Congratulations to Legacy for building relationships with your siblings. Here's my letter. I've been dating a man for eight years, and he proposed last month. Shortly after we met, he found out about a two-year-old daughter by a woman he had with a one-night stand. The child's mother was messing with two guys, so of course he took a paternity test. I drove him back and forth to visit the child, which was over three hours away. I was friendly with the child's mother, and the daughter and I became besties. When she came to visit, she stayed at my house and we did our nails and all other um, girly things the whole weekend. She was a sweetheart. As she got older, her dad visited her more often to attend her soccer games. We were still very close and she called me all the time to check in and chat with me. Last month, she was at her dad's house when he proposed to me. After he asked me to marry him, she yelled no and ran from the room. I went to talk to her and she said that she loves me as a friend she doesn't want me to marry her dad. She's 11 years old now, so I figure she's old enough to know that marriage was always in the plan for her dad and I. She said, you ain't my stepmama, and you won't ever be my stepmama. I was shocked by her reaction and what came next. 
She said that her dad spends the night at her house when he comes to visit her and he stays in her mom's room. I went and asked my man and he puts his head in his hands and started to cry. I FaceTimed the mom and she told me that my man has been sending mixed signals. She would not confirm or deny that they've had sex. He swears that he sleeps on the couch. I know his daughter knows a lot more, but he told me to leave her out of it. She started all of this, so why can't I ask her? What should I do? Signed, devastated, confused, and hurt. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, dang. Go back this to me. Like, this sounds like some out of my damn book. <laughs> Nobody does sleep. <laughs> Man, uh, I mean, it's two things. Um, for me, um, the the daughter. Well, it's the dad fault in the beginning, because you know if he knew that he was messing with the his daughter's mom on the side, he never should have brought his daughter around his fiance. And the reason I call him exactly. The, the reason I call her his fiance because he got on his knees and, and asked her to marry him. So regardless if they did or not at that time, you know, you have to look at it that as that. But when the dad decided that he, you know, he was gonna, you know, have his daughter over to his girlfriend house or their or their house and eventually think that, you know, the little girl growing up eventually won't have feelings about seeing her mom and dad laying in the bed, going out to eat dinner and stuff together when he's down there, seeing them affectionate, things of that nature, that does build a, a what if and, and it could be affecting a child's life about, you know, I could have both my parents in the house. And, um, but once she said that to you as a step-parent and you bring that up, and then you go so far as to reach out to the mom. You know, we have you have to say okay. And if the mom didn't confirm or deny, it, then you have to go ahead and go on and end the conversation with the daughter because yes, she may know more. But who are you traumatizing? Are you traumatizing yourself? Or are you traumatizing the child? Because to continually put her through that, you become the abuser. You become the person that's abusing the child because you study questioning her, making her relive something she really don't want to relive. You have to you have to say, okay, I got the information. It came out the way it came out. She don't she ain't been making up a lie. She ain't been a liar before now. So what she said is what she said. He didn't deny it. So what else information do you need for you make a decision on? Listen, this may have been the best answer before I continue to spend the rest of my life with her person that's an infidel, somebody that wants to cheat and go about um, doing things that don't care about me. So I think the, the the fiance was wrong because he was messing with the young lady's uh, mom. But once that came out, you as a step parent or someone that's in, that's dating the father, you have to you have to remove that child out of that situation and let grown folks get down to grown folks business. That is the smartest shit I ever heard you say in my life. Bitch, I'm you need to take my off, bitch. That shit came out so articulate. Yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, hey. 
That's bad, Adrian. Miss Adrian, tell mom. No, I'm just saying. Hey, listen, you know, I'm trying to see if I still sleep. Because <laughs> I'm being, I'm just sleepy. I'm trying to check. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You have to remove the child, mama. Uh, Savage, how you feel about it, mama? Go ahead. Um. Well, I I, I personally felt like um. It wasn't the child's place, but everybody else says it was. So that's kind of my opinion on it. Um, I feel like um, he should have been she should have been questioning him, and only him, not the woman, because he's in a relationship with her, not the baby mama. But I mean, the fact that he cried and put his hand in his head, that let me know that he's guilty. Cause ain't no nigga just crying because they because they crying. Don't nobody just be crying, especially not a man. Most men. Well, the thing is, Savage, I think you, you looking as if the young lady went and just probed the eleven year old's mind. Exactly. The eleven year old, the eleven year old, blurted it that's out. That's her ass on her mama's behalf. That's not. That's not um, questioning. Now, after you get that information and you go back and want to re-question her again, is no, wrong. No, no, she didn't re-question her. What she did was to find out why she. Why she's why she blurted that out, and, and why she feel the way she feel. I mean, I, I get it. that part, but back in my day, like like real old school times, you, at eleven, you didn't speak on stuff like that. You minded your business. You didn't say nothing about it. It might be happening, but you didn't say that. You, you just watched it happen. But this is a new generation. So I was a bitch on wheels. So I don't agree, Drake. Well, yeah, okay, it's okay. This is on agree. Wait, well, I got a question. I got a question. So, if that had been you, Anya, if that had been you, and that and you and this child had this relationship, and she blurted it out because she's a child, are you saying you wouldn't have asked her why did you say that? Because that's what it appears like the woman did. The girl blurted right. out what she did, and the woman asked her, "Why did she say that?" You wouldn't have asked her that because she was a child. You would have just ignored it. No, no, I would have. But the lady didn't ask her. The, the, in the letter, it don't say the lady asked her. It said the girl just well, said it. To be, Anya, you read it twice. Now, the first time I wasn't sure, I heard you. But when you read it again, you said that the the child blurted it out, and then she right. said she didn't say she asked. She said, and then she said that her daddy stays over at her house and sleeps with her mother. So where did you get it from that she didn't ask? Because she doesn't say that. In the letter, she just said the child blurted it out. Exactly. She didn't want her to marry him, her dad. Well, I'm, I was just going by what, what, what the letter said because it didn't say that the girl asked her. It just said she said so. No, where, yeah, where the, girl, she, the girl where, said no. When the little girl said no, uh, from what my take was, the little girl left the room. When the little girl left with her no, she went to go talk to the girl. Right. And she wanted to know why why you don't feel we should get married. So case mm -hmm. in point, the little girl let her know. You'll never be my stepmama. Because well, in that little girl mind, she was hoping her dad, dad and mom dad, was going to get back together. My dad over there jigging my mama real good at night. <laughs> He, she really thought in her heart of hearts her mama and daddy was getting back together. She hear her mama right, saying, so I'm asking you in that situation, are you saying when the child left the room, you just would have left it alone? 
No, I didn't say that. I would have asked her I why. Asked her. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying I, I would have asked her why she didn't want me to marry her dad. I would want to know her reason. Did. And the child that's how she did, and that's how she got the. And that's she how got. she got the answer. And the only so, reason, the only reason she said, um, she what she basically did after she went to the to the her fiance, and she FaceTimed the lady, and the lady didn't confirm or deny. She said, well, pretty much, basically, let's just get this over with. Let's finish the conversation with where the source came from, which was the 11-year-old. And then that's when it became a bit too much because you can't go back and probe an 11-year-old mind about an adult relationship. If this would have been something about a sexual charge, yeah, you do that. If this something about somebody touching her, you have to probe that, but relationship-wise, you don't go back. Even if the child, once you walked away from the child and that was it and you don't got your information, you don't go back and reprobe her mind again with that. Yeah, once the child told her what she told her, that was that. But I would have asked her the same thing if she had blurted it out to me. Why are you saying that? And once she I'm told me, that would have been it. I would have asked the same question. Well, why? Why don't you want me to marry your dad? Because it's I keep hearing my mama moan when my daddy be over there. She moaning real loud. Okay, okay niggas. Yeah, I got it. You know, he got to go to the extreme. John, John. But I can promise y'all this. The simple <laughs> fact that she saw her man with his head down and crying, she was had to go ask the, ba the, um, the baby mama, that woman ain't going nowhere. Honey, you want the rain? Go get that rain and all this going to happen to you all over again. Period. And I wonder what she's what I she mean that. when she said mixed signals. Like what, what do you mean mixed signals? Mixed signals meaning if he's over there and the little girl telling you her daddy is in her mama bed, he's making her feel like okay, at the end of the day, it might be something, but right now we playing the friend role. Girl, them damn friends is a motherfucker. Just look at them, smile, and be like, girl, you got them. But when I want to sit on his face or whatever, please know I'm going to do it. That's You're all that means. You're just hey, so call it, call, call it what you want, but that's tell you I'm a blood raw. She don't, she don't hold no filter. Just Next. bring it over here so I can sit on your face. <laughs> <laughs> but if they, if they sleeping together, how can it be mixed signals if they smashing? Girl, you know how <laughs> niggas do pillow talk and be lying like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. okay. The mixed signal is that she, there is implied that they might get back together. So he probably yeah. Okay, I got it. Okay, I'm he, sorry. He, I'm still, I'm hey, no, he, he probably yeah. like, oh, when I come in town, we going out to eat. Being like, oh, my family. You, uh, you, you act like you don't know how these niggas, females I'm do sorry, it. I'm sorry, I'm tired. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm exhausted and a little overwhelmed tonight. You, so, you could come lay over here. I got room yeah. in California. All you going to do is say, now get Tyson. He crying. Go change the spell. Y'all do not do me. Right. Get the baby. He keep on his God mama. Oh, hey, just to your face. Okay, bro. That must have been an accident. Juicy must be shy. Yeah. That whole ain't confused. Miss Juicy, I no mixed signals. 
She's not confused. She wants not the ring. It is so many women that want the ring so bad. They will take the most doggiest dog nigga. Yeah, you know something. Just to say they dad, got something on their arm. Girl, have when, it. When my dad's <laughs> second wife got married, she just went and she knew my dad was a prize whore. Okay, fuck ho. He was what? a prize whore. My dad was the biggest whore there was. But she said she just wanted to be married. And even if it meant she had to deal with daddy's bullshit, she dealt with it. And she did till the day he died. No, but that was a different Apparently, you didn't watch last week's show, uh, Tuesday's show. The biggest whore is Legacy Daddy with 30. I don't know. Him and my dad might have been cousins. I don't know. I don't know. Daddy had, dad, he, yeah, he was running. He running. He probably he got a child factory. He definitely got a child factory. How many of y'all was it? I'm gonna meet your daddy. I'm gonna take that ride to see what it was about. Oh God, Lord have mercy. He Papa got 37. <laughs> they ain't got shit to do with me. I ain't having no more kids. That just mean that dick is real season. That's all that mean to me. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, girl. That motherfucker can get some Legacy, they tell you I ain't talking to you. No, no. The juicy, if you was a fiance, the juicy. I'm playing for you because of that. Oh, you can talk about that motherfucker. Okay, I'll be your stepmama, but I'm on your stepmama first. God What? What am I doing? Good night. I'm Lois. Miss hey, Juicy, she talking about this girl I've been trying to get with her daddy since the fourth grade, and she been blocking me at every corner. So uh, tell me what little kids won't say. <laughs> right. Hold on. You, you ain't my step-bubble, Tayama. You ain't never going to be my step-bubble. <laughs> yeah, I done heard that like eight times. Say that again. If you were the fiance, what would you do in this situation? You know, I would be done. Um, I, I wouldn't need to have called and asked, you know, anymore. Once I hear what the little girl said, you know, children speak like out the mouth of babe. They speak the truth. She, she out shared the mouth of what she felt, she shared what she see. And, and it's there, so there is a it's a case closed scenario. Like, but I, I I agree with her when she said she wants the ring. She want to be in that position, so she is she's weighing her options of can I deal with that? And and at that point, that's that's I'm not insecure. I can wait for somebody else to come along. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go. I wouldn't continue. There's there's two things why we have to be careful with this. One, if the if the fiance does not drop his hand, drop his head in his hand, at that moment, if he says she's lying, and you have to, and you are hold on, and you are not going to go and ask the fiance, I mean the, the, the child mama, now it's do you choose to believe the eleven-year-old who could be vindictive and just want the mom and dad to get back together, or do you say, you know what, I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna choose what the young lady said because she has no reason to lie. 
And if you and I'm if just and gonna another, say another, that girl could be lying, I was just gonna another, say that. Another, that's right. And another thing is, uh, let's just be honest. You when when you get to certain ages, you know, biological time clocks in your body start to shut down. You can't give your man that you want to marry a child. You talking about if she look at her life and she's thirty years old now and she done had. 27 penises in her in, in her 30 year life, and then she and they, had no, and they had no wedding ring within those 30 within those 30 years. Here come 30, and then she bypassed it. She thinking she got to go at least till she's 50 before she get another ring. Rings don't come a dime a dozen, so of course she gonna hold on to it. They can have them motherfuckers. I don't oh, think the difference between she and and, and me, I, but. That's a whole nother scenario too. And on See, that one, if, if he would he would have dropped his head, if he would have said she's lying, then we would have had to have a whole nother talk about yep. she's lying in order to keep us apart. And that little girl, that's between now him and her mama and how her their child is being because she doing wrong, you know. She but let me help you out. Right. This, letter clearly, this letter clearly clears this baby as telling the truth. Right. The so truth, there's right. no scenario so, that y'all put done. out there yeah. on this little yeah. girl because the mother, the mother herself done. said he's giving mixed signals. Period. That clears my daughter for truth. Okay. The exactly. father put right. his you head did. down. He that's right. Baby, let's discuss. That clears the baby. I'm, I'm, I'm talking for the baby. That clears her. Yes. Right, so right. all the mother's scenarios are non-void. Because her scenarios right. are all true. I mean, she almost, but you, because he did that, but we talking hypothetically of... But it's, if, but it's no hypothetically when that letter is, is cut and dry. I'm going to be honest. If I'm, in a, if I'm in a relationship, and yes, I'm doing the exact same thing that what the mom, what the mama and daddy was doing. I'm, let's say I'm doing that, and my daughter busts me out. Ain't no way in the hell I'm finna drop my head. I'm finna listen. I'll deal with her, but she's telling a lot. Cause I'm not finna just. I'm, I will handle that on a different level. Because if I cared about that person too, I'm not dropping my head. I'm gonna make you work let for this. Let me tell you. He's, let me tell you why he dropped his head legacy. You, you a player from the Himalayas. So, bitch, you not finna drop for shit to give nobody nothing. They better have it on video camera for you to admit the shit. And even he then, he not gonna admit it. Gonna it wasn't me. But the simple fact that he know he proposed to her, he saw the hurt from his daughter. Yep. Then for her to go ask his daughter what yep. he gave back. He couldn't do nothing but put his hand in his um um down the clock because that's most true. men do not want to be the one to hurt their daughter. Right. So right. That hurt was more so about what he did to his daughter than what he did, did to that chick. Oh, so, so the thousand percent. Yes, it was about the daughter. It, it was, was about the daughter. Reread that letter and all y'all looking at it differently. It definitely was about the daughter. I never thought that his head hung down was about the, the woman. It was about the daughter. It was about the little girl. Mm -hmm. He was ashamed. So he was ashamed of his actions. Exactly. He got caught with his pants down. That's what happened. Pretty much. And you see the mama, yeah. he's sending mixed signals. They always feeling they finna be a family. 
What's up, Jay? And then he go get her this ring. She was gonna get that ring, Tayama. Child, she can get girl, you can get the ring. All I'm gonna let you know if you messing with my baby daddy, he my baby daddy. Oh, you know I'm coming back for that dick when I want it. So girl, have fun. Have the so ring, you have you the name. Gonna, so you gonna keep proving that your baby daddy ain't shit. Pretty much. Yeah, I've done some it. people do. Pretty much. What do you want me to legacy? What do you want me to sign? What do what the fuck you want me to sign? I'm yeah. wide awake now. Where do you want me to sign? Y'all crazy. Only thing I can tell you, if Majid needed, he got it. So as far as fun, the daddy is awesome. But for y'all hoes, forget about it. <laughs> I have a question for Miss Adrian and Miss Um Juicy. Both of y'all answer this question. Do good dick make you go crazy and, and make bad decisions? What? It'll make you pull up on a bitch. Listen Lord. here. <laughs> let me tell you. You didn't got you didn't, let me get on camera for this one. Listen here. I'm not this coming with you. That live not too far from me. That when I was fooling with that Haitian that had me completely digmatized, because that's what it was. I went to that woman's house for that motherfucker. I pulled my car in that bitch's driveway behind her car, and I went up to the door and not just knocked. I bang peeped in windows and everything. I was gonna drag that bitch. It absolutely will make you go crazy. You was gonna why you was gonna drag her? I, I say one thing I did that. I did that too. I wasn't going to drag her. I ain't never been one to fight a woman about a man. I was going to okay. drag that. The bitch was him. Okay, I got, you, I got you. And I did drag him, but I just didn't catch him there. I caught him at his mama's house where the woman had been because she wasn't at his house. She was up at his mama's house with him. So I went to the mama's house and had just met her and they had been fucking so good. He was up in the bed, knocked out sleep. And I hit that bitch in his head so motherfucking hard echoed through that whole fucking apartment. And then Ms. I drank Adrian, him the Ms. Adrian, but how you know he just got finished? You didn't know that he just got finished? I knew he had just got finished because I hadn't talked to the woman and I told her that don't tell him. Please don't tell him that I'm coming up there. Don't tell him that you talked to me because if she had told him that she had talked to me, he was going to get up and be prepared and probably tell his mother don't let me in. So I talked to the woman and asked her, please, just let me get to his house. I was getting 95 off. I said, let me get up to the mama's house to get him. Because if you call him and tell him you talked to me, that bitch was going to be on guard. So I caught him off guard. So okay. I already knew what had went down. Listen, I knew he was a gut bucket hole. I already knew he was. But catch him so I could bust him in this shit real good. This is what I'm telling you. So yes, Anthony, there's your your answer. Absolutely. Look at oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Now for me, I um I have I'm not I know I haven't been digitized. Um I have five brothers and I'm the baby. And I have seen the games they played. So I've been kind of like, I'll put before I get digmatized. I just won't. I won't. I'd rather go. i go and leave them. Let them watch me before I go. She said she will put the ties on first. Okay. Yeah. Listen, listen. Oh, listen. Nah, I'm not going to bitch though. Quick, quick. I'm just going to say my answer to that question is Google me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, she didn't. I'm so done. Today, I'm, I'm, I'm walking away. Every other day, 
I would, I would, but the day I don't feel that good, and I'm gonna let all y'all have that. I'm gonna let y'all. I
located in the description section below the video. We have male and female shirts, male and female tank tops, jerseys, hoodies, and onesies for your infants. Yes, everything you need and apparel, we have it here. The Anthony Brown Show, along with the ATL Show. The ATL Show shirts proudly say we are the blueprint. And the Anthony Brown shirts grind until you shine. Get yours today. I just want to remind everybody once again, don't forget to go over to Just In Time Accessories and get your jewelry from Ms. Tayama, our, one of our co-hosts. She's a independent paparazzi um, representative, a consultant, and um, they have beautiful jewelry over there. Um, nickel and lead free jewelry for just $5. So go to Just In Time Accessories and um, support Tayama and her, her business. Yes, yes. Oh, you got it. Let's get into tonight's topic: fat shaming. Fat shaming is it real? Is it a thing? Why it sound like it that? is? Sure. The, reason, the reason why I came up with this topic is the fact that Miss Adrian, mute. Miss Adrian, mute. What happened? We hear your whole conversation. What? We hear your whole conversation. Press mute. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I muted her. But anyway, um, fat shaming. What what made me come up with this topic is recently I saw an article or a story on television. I don't know if it was on the news or if it was on social media, but it was about Lizzo. Lizzo just recently did a video with Cardi B. And in the video, she, she was dressing very provocative, very revealing, very much like Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion would. And, um, and because of the way that she was dressed, the um, social media went on a frenzy um, saying bad things and negative and harsh things about the way she was looking, thus fat shaming her. And not only have, have she recently been um, the victim of fat shaming, also Megan Thee Stallion has been a victim of fat shaming. Um, Jennifer Hudson has been a victim of fat shaming. Um, and the list goes on and on and on. I mean, some, some celebrities have been a victim of fat shaming to the point where they force themselves to lose weight just so they could fit in and, and be the stereotype um, or they could blend, they could be accepted, they could be, you know, get more roles or whatever. So, um, is fat shaming a, a true thing? Me personally, I'm, I'm fat. I'm a, I'm a big person. You know, people, uh, you, know you, just, you just got, you know, you're big boned. Well, no, I got a lot of meat on these bones. So it's not just, you know. So I personally, like, when people walk up to me, like when I was working in retail, people walk up to me and go, hey, hey big guy, 
Okay. First of all, that's not my name. So I will respond, hey, ugly guy, or hey, short guy, or hey, toothless. So when they get offended, why you call me that? I said, well, why you call me that? Well, that's not my name. Well, that's not my name. You know, I clearly have on a name badge and it says Anthony. And if you can see it or read it, sir, excuse me, mister, whatever, but big guy is not my name. But but Tony. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people I mean if if I don't have you know I'm a short guy. I mean I don't when people call me hey, you know, shout what's up. I don't hey, take offense because someone called no, me short. You, you, may, you may not, but they don't know if it's offensive. So they shouldn't say it. So so something about you that is true about you offends you. You knew you was you knew you was fluffy this morning when you got up and looked in the mirror. I knew I was fluffy when I walked out the door. Exactly. That should never offend you. No. I feel like it's only fat shaming if you let it be. Yes. Like, you can quote I fat shame all you want to, but I'm not ashamed of my like you're not gonna get me upset because you trying to fat shame. Right. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of my size. What I'm doing is correcting the individual because you don't just call people by a name that is acceptable. And I clearly have a name badge and my, I want to be called, I want to refer to Anthony. Okay, let's because I understand that, but it's all a man. It's a, it's more of a to me. It's more of a mentality. And if like friends, if somebody, if I don't know Savage, and I don't know y'all, and and I say that I'm not saying it in a sense of trying to degrade you. I might be like big guy because you a giant. I'm a I'm a short dude. I might call you big guy. That doesn't mean I'm saying round and fluffy. <laughs> Again. It's a, I mean, but, but Tony, we, there is a such thing as there are certain people, and I mean, we can be honest, especially in the movie industry. There are, there is a, the greatest thing you can, you can go back and reference to is um Sir Mix-a-Lot. He had that song, Baby Got Back. And he said in there, he said, for black women, he said, Cosmo say you fat, but I ain't down with that. But in the industry, if you're trying to be in Hollywood as a as a as a, as a fluff skin, you you don't you don't get to be what you want to be in coming to these people's game. We can look at one of the best singers that that was out there. Um, what was her name? Um, Kelly Price, Kelly Price, J um, Jennifer Hudson. We can look at um, Jill Scott. All those women were asked to lose weight if they wanted to participate. In the game that they wanted to be in, right? So Kelly so, Price had Kelly Price had to leave the music industry because she told them she was not going to lose weight for them. She she was going to lose weight. She was going to lose on on a cord. But these people have a, a a preference of what they want in their game. That's mm -hmm. why you don't really see that many fluffy people in in the. I mean, they might be extras, but you ain't really seen. No fluffing people unless you white and being comical in no real movie. Okay, so what about when they body shame Rihanna? When she gained them 15 pounds and that was the sexiest that bitch looked to me because she, yes. but she was Tiama, so But Tiama, it's not us that's body shaming them. It be white people who does not agree Either with she way it go wrong, it's wrong. 
Do you want to play that game or not? And and half of the people that want to body shame the next person is because you're so insecure with your fucking self. You have to bring somebody down to make you feel better. It's possible, but but I also believe in this. This is just my opinion. I try. Some of my best friends got a little weight on them, <coughs> and excuse me, and I love them to death. But for me. I don't believe in body shaming. I I, I don't. I, I like I like a little, but not a lot. But you know, some people they got their preference, and I do believe that sometimes people overdo stuff. Like why why you why you want to be why you gonna be four hundred pound walking out here with a with a with I can't even call it a thong. It's just and let a me help you. Legacy, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna blow your mind. Them skinny bitches you fucking with. That's why you get that lettuce. You get them thick bitches that everybody overlooking, they be the ones with the pretty pussy, just so you know. That's why you're getting all that lettuce. Listen, I'm on that's why you're getting all that lettuce. I don't get I don't get no lettuce like that, but because that's just not who I am, I don't even like it. But what I'm gonna exactly. tell you, I think, every, I think everybody has a preference. I know some of my Jamaican friends who don't like nothing but fluffy women. They Do like you know fluffy. why? Let me tell you. Do you know why? I, I mean that's their preference. I don't. I'm. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go out and 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 say I want want a fluffy woman. That's not for me. My brother to, will tell you one of the cleanest women you're gonna meet is a big girl, because they're so damn self conscious that they have to clean between their pockets. Those are the cleanest women you're gonna get with. My brother swears by that rule. Don't ask Tim, me. Why, why didn't you but get? Why didn't? Why didn't Tiama, why didn't you get you a, 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 a why didn't you get you a a, a a a fluffy and marry you a fluffy? Let me tell you, I kind of do like the fluffies. Don't get it twisted. Do not get it twisted. I love guys that got a little bit of meat on them, like uh-huh. love fluffy. Like, okay, you gotta realize. Let me give you the bike store on Tiama. Anya, <laughs> would you let this man know? I am for the whole Ruben Stutter brothers. But they gotta be them cute, cute, like not not semi cute or in their head they think they cute. Yes, Tony, Tony, ask Anya. I would climb that tall ass tree if you were straight, honey. First husband, I had to shoot that nigga to get him down to my thighs. So legacy, don't come for me. No, I'm just asking because I can post pictures in five minutes on Facebook. When I look at your husband. Your husband is a tall guy and he's slim. When I look okay, at let's her, go by this. you can Hold never on. go by wig. But but I can't come. That's, that's your husband. That's from that's from childhood. But it's still that was my childhood idea that's of a like man. Telling you, that's like me telling you <laughs> that, that you got that, that you that me looking at wig as your husband because he's childhood that I shouldn't do that. I need to look at somebody else. He's the poster boy for it. But I look at Savage. Don't go by that poster. Savage dude, tall, bulky, stout dude, uh, uh, her husband. Nobody is walking around here. Miss Adrian. Legacy, you know I only dated one dark dude my yeah. whole life, and that was with. Hold on, T. T. Miss Adrian. Yeah. Be, you, you, you date Fluffies? A big, fat, fine nigga every day, every chance I get. Long, so, hey. long as he in the dirty 30s. Hey. Mm. Okay, Miss Miss mm. um, Juicy. Miss Juicy. 
listen, go ahead. Yeah. I got something to add to this conversation. You 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 like you like fluffies? I, I don't discriminate. So I I, I, got, I, got, I like who likes me. I like them skinny. It don't matter. I like them who like me. I like who likes me. My husband was a big dude. But what I want to say about the fat shaming thing, it's not even, I, you know, y'all can clearly see I don't give two fucks what they say about me. What I don't like is when people say shit to me like, you dress good for a big girl or you should be for a big girl. Like, what does that mean? Because I'm a big girl that I ain't supposed to dress good? Is that no, what that that's, that's, that's not what they're saying, Miss Adrian. What they say, Miss Adrian, is <laughs> let's just be honest. There's certain things that a, a, a four figure woman should, should not wear. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's different. And, 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 go ahead, Miss Adrian. Legacy, let me find out you one of these ones that be out here body shaming. I'm going to give you some light. I don't do that because I have a problem if somebody says something to Tony or Savage or me. I'm gonna have a problem. Okay, um, why you? I'm in the plus size. Don't don't be excluding me, fool. That's baby. That's like baby. I tell like these that. bitches all the time. It's motherfucking fluper. It's fluper season, bitch. I went to that comedy show with my two piece, my fluper hanging out, bitch. And them niggas were still looking, still looking. Okay. I was the biggest bitch in the bunch and my girlfriends used to always want to go out with me them little size fold up and fuck bitches size two threes we go to the club by the time we get to the door they tell me you and all your girls is in free we get to the bar them hoes will be knocked down drunk from off of my tab and I was the biggest one in the bunch. So I ain't never felt bad about my size. Can't nobody body me. So what the fuck you want? I go, I wake up a big bitch, I'm going to sleep a big bitch. You see what I'm then, then, that's, then that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. If you already know who you are, it, it shouldn't be nobody that knocked you off your game because okay. you ain't telling me about me, me being short. I mean, when you, I didn't wake up tall now day. So you call me short ain't hurt me now time. But look, that's one person saying that to you. At what Lizzo is at, when you got thousands of people coming in, that is some crazy ass shit. Anybody saying anything on that level, she's got hundreds of thousands of people saying negative things about her. That'll break the strongest bitch down. I can't even say as confident as I am that if I was in her place, that it wouldn't affect me some kind of way. So many people saying it. So what are they saying to her? They're just talking about a wake. I don't even really know. Tony, did you pull up the text messages and everything that was put up under her video? Girl, they like called her some of everything when you think they would have took shots at Cardi. But see, you know, to me, she, I think she do it for the attention. She got the confidence to pull it off, but that's, that's, that's what she in it for. Is yeah. to get that type of attention, and and it, whether it's gonna be a negative or positive, she wants feedback. And if that's what you're reaching for, you gotta take it as it's gonna come. Because people out here cutthroat. There's people who like big people. There's people who don't like big people. And all of them gonna share their opinion, especially when you put your place, your like your business out there for it to be talked about. And that's what she did in the video.
And the thing about it is some of the things that she wears, it's just, I just feel like just because they make it in my size doesn't mean I should wear it. Some shit I'm just not going to wear. And I'm addressing big bitch on any day and twice on Sunday and I already know it, but I don't go and buy no shit that don't look right on me. I'm just not going to do it. But that's why they say you dress nice for a big person because when they look at you, they see that you, when you go out, you pick her, you, and what's gonna make and accentuate you and make right. you look good. You're not right. going right. to just put on something for the attention. Absolutely. You go out there and I'm put not. on something because you got class. Exactly. I think in her mind, happen. in her mind, it looks good on her. Yeah. She thinks it looks good on her. Now, but if she I be honest, I wear some bullshit. I wear some bullshit. But the stuff that lives so well, it's like Whole ass cheek type shit on a Monday walking in the grocery store. But it goes by the way Miss Juice is saying. She she goes and pick out this stuff because she knows that if she does it, this keeps her relevant in the game. It, It brings attention whether it's negative or positive, and it makes her you know it makes her stay a superstar. Because I mean, truthfully, I remember the first time she came out and was wearing that little. Um, black jump rope she had on that day, and um, cause it wasn't a, it wasn't no thong. That was a jump rope. And, um, <laughs> I'm hanging up. Good night. <laughs> 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 that, that's hey, even better. Hey, hey, uh, let's just play dope Dutch. It was too long. <laughs> <laughs> She's a very nice looking lady. She, she don't have to try that hard because where we are, the era that we're in and now in life, you don't have to try that hard to be what you're going to be. People still love you. And then you just do all this. Then when people come and say things, then you want to start a big uproar, old people fat shaming. No, you know that you got this weight on you. And you constantly do things to make people say something about your size. So they all if you don't want right. that type of, if you don't want that type of feedback from people, then stop doing it because you can look beautiful when what fits you. And me, I want my friends to tell me, "Hey, legacy, that don't look good today, but right. And if I'm your friend, I'm gonna tell you. Yes. Like that day you came on my house, I said, "Um, you must don't feel well today." Yeah, 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 pretty, yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Because if your friend, your friend wants you to make to do things to bring attention to you, to bring attention to them when they out with you, and they right. know that you wearing this is gonna bring their attention. Now, we have to be. We just have to do better. Because, like I say, they're beautiful. I mean, if you're gonna lose some weight, lose it because you want to. But if you're gonna be out here for, and you're gonna be a full. Don't be mad that some people agree with you and some people don't. And you got to know that because some people like, you know, uh, what his name? Um, Rick Ross. Yeah, some people like Rick Ross. Some people don't. Ugh, but, but, but one Ross, thing about it, you know what I'm noticing? Even with what y'all saying, because someone is a size zero and they decide to put on a two-piece or whatever, who said a small bitch in it is right, but if a big bitch is in it, it's wrong. Right. Man, if she could fit into it, 
she feel like she look good, you don't pay yeah, for well, her. So how about you keep your fucking mouth shut? But you got to You're it. not paying but this, but for not, that person's stuff. You shouldn't have an opinion. So along with Alone, exactly. Society, society tell us as white people that oh, our braids are ghetto. But if a white bitch rock them, oh, it's a fashion. No, society. That's who. I'm sorry, but that means that's what we. That's what we base everything off of. Shit, not in my crew. So, I don't no, anybody I, look at anybody look at my bestie. My bestie, like she say, she bold. Anya go beyond the lines. She say there is no fucking lines. Savage, and I dare to say something to her when she with me. Savage, you going out there in your G-string just walking around in the grocery store? Um, I, no I, damn mean, I got a 17-year-old. <laughs> exactly. I got, students, I got students and parents. But when it's time to go out, I feel like I should be able to wear what I want to wear. And be okay with it, and I don't care if somebody else is not okay with it. I'm okay with it, and if I'm comfortable and I feel attractive so, and I feel beautiful, that, that's all that matters. Along with all of that, you also know comes some positive and it comes some ridicule, right? I mean, it can, but no, no, that, you, you're not gonna have all positive. You are gonna have some people that say she need to put on clothes. Let me tell you, and if they but say I that, they say that I, in I, I don't care about that. I just lotion up my belly. Mind. They don't. <laughs> they I don't address or say no shit out in public, like how they like do Lizzo, like whatever her name is. She and now they is, might look. People will look. They'll look, but they're not gonna say anything to me. Exactly. They, they got big nuts and big balls on the internet, but they don't say. People don't say anything to me other than my mama. My daddy, but you know, of course they're gonna say something, but I mean oh, regular she, she thugs don't she know thugs. me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Y'all think that Jennifer Hudson should have lost weight? If that's what she wanted to do, not because the industry told her to. Well, she she showed up wouldn't have got she wouldn't have got no deal. I think she wanted to be in the industry, and because she wanted to be in the industry, she did it so she could be where she wanted to be. And that's if right. that's what she wanted to do, that was her choice. That um put her way out there that got her the Oscar. Um, she was a big girl. Yes, so she, she didn't was. have to be no skinny bitch to get it accomplished. But, but I think that's, that's why Lizzo does what she does, is because if you're gonna be big in this industry, then you gotta you gotta set it off in this way. You can't be in here and act like you gotta be conservative. You, know, you gotta be provocative. You gotta exploit yourself. And that's what the industry does want them to do in order to climb the chart. And so if she mm -hmm. ain't gonna lose the weight, then she gotta use her weight. And that's then right. when she use her weight, she getting, and she's the one who's feeling self-conscious because maybe she wanna use it, but maybe not to that extreme, but the industry is requiring her. You gotta get out there and be the, the right, they see, basically yeah. telling them if you're going to do it, you got to own it. You got to do it big, bigger than big. And you and already own big, it. So you got to go bigger than big. Wow. That's what they're telling her. Okay. I so mean, look at Monique. That's a way to look at it, too. And, and look at Monique. Monique was synonymous with saying, I hate you skinny bitches. Yep. And now look at her. She a skinny bitch herself now. She's, because she, she got, yeah. the industry wanted her to do. 
No, that wasn't even with the industry because the industry had blackballed Monique. Monique yeah, had they got real but, sick and she had to lose the weight. Yeah, they told I her she that, had to I'm eat more healthy. Say it again. Yeah, she says she did it for her health, but it also was part of the industry was in her ear too. Yes, it was. Part of the but industry, the industry was wasn't there ear for ear her. Ear. That's what I'm telling y'all. The industry had an already um, blackballed her. So when Monique started losing weight, the industry had no bearings on what yeah, she was no, doing. That's not all the way true, Savage. I mean, Tiama, because if you go that back when Monique, had, when Monique had got that deal, when she had that night show, that tonight show, she had her own night show. Monique had done already started losing weight. She did prior to them blackballing her. She did started losing weight, but when she, she had, had that lost, already had lost like 60, 70 pounds before when she had her nighttime show. And what and, she, and then after they blackballed her, she just went right. Right. You know, and I'm a I'm a nutritionist and I help people with their health and, and with with their weight challenges. And when I find a lot of people will like Monique, taking bitches and all this, but deep down inside want to be that person. And right. until they That's until true. they get the strength and the willpower to even make the step to be able to lose the weight, they are they don't think they can. They're they're the way they can feel good about themselves is to highlight they like being this way when they really don't. Not and me. I find that in a lot of when Remember when I lost all that weight? I had got down. I went and got on yes. that wall at Publix and I was 205 pounds and I almost died. I said, Lord yeah. have mercy, I'm dying. I didn't like it. I, didn't <laughs> I told, like I told it. sister, I said, what's on the I like it better with the weight. Scale a little bit of weight. Ooh, Lord have mercy. I was but looking like Adrian. a scarecrow. But Ms. Adrian, Everybody's I not made to be small. <laughs> and then other people look funny. I was looking like a scarecrow. Listen, everybody's not made to be small. Your doctor would have told you that you was at your most healthiest state by being that size compared to what you was already being. But let me say this. So let me back up. I used to be 486 pounds. Oh, my goodness. And I had gastric bypass surgery 16, 17 years ago. But I and I so already I when I was even at my biggest before I got sick and got down real small, I had already shed a whole person in the half. So I was good with where I was, and I actually was pretty healthy until I started working so much and I got sick, had that uh, cyst in my stomach that burst that almost killed me. So right. when I got out the hospital, I was super big, but I couldn't eat. I was so bloated from all the fluids they were giving me till the weight was coming off. Not five pounds here, not five pounds there. That shit came off. I lost like 40 pounds in two weeks. And then every day I go to, I was getting, I was obsessed with the, with the scale at Publix. So much so Jasmine was like, ma, please. <laughs> I said, I'd be calling Anya, Anya, I'm dying, bitch. I'm 230. <laughs> I go to Dr. Scare Publix the next day, bitch. I'm 225. I almost lost it. I'm going to show y'all some pictures. I didn't look good. I was not healthy. I looked like I had been smoking a big pot of a uh, 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 crack. I looked horrible. <laughs> I looked horrible. I ain't like it. I like myself with a little bit more meat on my bones. I said, to me, everybody's just not made to be that skinny. It didn't look good on me. Mm -hmm. I could stand to lose, even though I'm about half the size I used to be. 
I still could lose a couple more pounds, but I damn sure don't want to get that skinny. Fuck the industry. Don't ever make me popular. I want to stay we, up. I'm not, we, I'm not even just saying part of the industry, Ms. Age. I'm just no, talking, about talking about health-wise. health-wise. But yeah, health-wise. You know She's what a, people say? Another thing, not to cut you off, because I can barely hear you. I don't know what's going on with my volume. But another it's probably thing, me, Adrian. when they see me, whenever I walk into the doctors, the first thing they say, do you have high blood pressure? Do you have diabetes? You got heart trouble? None of the above. And they shocked. The they be shocked when you say that. Huh? They be shocked. They be, they be shocked. shocked. They be shocked. I my hate that. So you mean they be like? So you mean you ain't got nothing? nothing. You ain't got nothing. No, bitch, I ain't got nothing to no give no, me nothing. nothing. My son got diabetes at five years old. Juvenile diabetes at five years old. The first thing they want to say, do either one of the parents have a diabetes? They automatically assume I was diabetic because I'm big. Why? Because I'm big. I don't. I don't. That's awesome. Knock on wood. Let's keep it that way. Shit. Yeah, I just, I just hate the fact when you go on the doctor and they be so shocked. I hate that. Like, yeah, it, it, it offends me the fact that you feel like I got to come in here with something because I'm big, right? Because you can. There is a thing in my opinion is being big and healthy. You can be big and healthy at the same time. You can time. be. You can be. Now, am I healthy with keep smoking these new parts and drinking these monsters? Hell no. I need to watch myself. I really do. But they are the lesser of two evils. Oh, y'all don't even know about these monsters. Y'all don't even understand the, the severity of these monsters. <laughs> it's terrible. But see, I'm. I listen. I'm an addict. You know, I have. I have an addictive personality. So it's either the monsters and my cigarettes, or me going back to knocking down them half gallons of vodka every day. So it's the lesser of two. And when and the thing about it is, I know what I have. And let me tell y'all what started. I when I had the gastric bypass surgery, go to going back to my unhealthiness. At that time, I was becoming an unhealthy legacy. When I was like 486 pounds, I was becoming unhealthy. And it got to the point where when I went to get in that shower and I couldn't reach around and wash my ass, I said something gotta give. I ain't a bitch that's exercising. I ain't going to nobody's gym. I used to go to gym with Anya and sit down while she worked out. I work that water bottle. <laughs> But I'm not working out. That's all I'm going to do is I'll sit there and talk to you while you're working out. So I had the gastric bypass surgery. But what I did not know was that I had an addiction to eating. I didn't realize that I could. I didn't realize how much I depended on eating until I wasn't able to. The normal stomach holds 40 ounces. My stomach went from holding 40 ounces and me eating what I want down to four ounces. That was a drastic, drastic, drastic change. So what I started doing was instead of eating, I started drinking because that's what I could tolerate. I couldn't drink, eat the food. So that's how how that happened. But at that time, I lost it because I didn't want to be unhealthy. Tell me. Yeah, you remember when we realized we was doing that fast? We didn't realize how addicted the food we was to. No, you was addicted. Okay, I okay, <laughs> it was because you was hungry too whole. You was hungry too whole. I wasn't the, the, the first three days it was drastic, but I Wait, okay, so don't make it seem like you never realized that too. It was just you know what's supposed to be. No, are you? Yeah, are you called me every fifteen minutes. Oh, I'm about to 
But listen, I, I, I really believe it was, I don't I don't think it was just me. I think it was you too. You don't have to admit it. I it's okay. do everything. Me, my my way of conquering anything, even when I had cancer, everybody around me panicked. I sleep. I sleep through any pain I'm going through, any sleep is my refuge. Okay. Not food. I'm addicted to sleep. When I'm sleep, nothing can bother me. This girl was waking me up because (laughs) (laughs) why is it that why is that clothing that are made for um bigger size people the ugliest clothing or the most that's what I there you go. Come on now. Mm -hmm. Say it again. No one. I will not. I will not. I will slap you well, Mr. Legacy. I will not. I y'all forgive me. I don't feel good tonight. Can you repeat the question? No, why, I'm good. Why is that? Why is that clothing that are made for plus-size people, men and women, are the least attractive or, or less beautiful clothing? Like you, you want to walk around and type and prints and shit and flowers and spots and triangles and shit. <laughs> Who the fuck want to walk around in that? Not me. Not me. And this shit do look terrible. They getting better. They getting better with it. They really getting better with it. I feel like the bigger clothes are, are more expensive. Like something you would find in an extra large is, is cheaper than well, something that you material. find in Right, but it's like you have to go to like boutiques and, and nice places like Ashley Stewart, you know, to find a nicer clothes. Maybe I well, I know I'm just cheap, but I'm just saying. Well, see, they tell me I shop that they can't, like my girlfriend at work, she'd be like, I can't afford Ashley Stewart. But I Ashley Stewart has clothes that I like. And it don't make me look like you taught my Anthony and the fucking prints and shit like that and looking like looking terrible. Look like some old mother hubbard or something. Bitch, I'm fine. I need to have some clothes to accentuate that. So I buys out Ashley store. She a little pricey, but if that's what it takes for me to be comfortable and you know wear what I like that looks nice on me. And I ain't a seamstress, so it's not like I'm gonna make the clothes. That's what that's I have. That's what to my do. aunt does. She's much big, like she's like 577 pounds. If you look on my page, her name uh-huh. is Kimberly Copeland. She literally sews her outfits, but auntie be best dressed hands down. Mm-hmm. These bitches can't fuck with her. Honey, she be dressed accessorized to the gods. That's what I'm saying. Honey, she be she come do they, with it. Do they, do they still have um Lane Bryant? Fuck Lane Bryant. Her ass be they got clothes ugly clothes. They got ugly. good bras, but they got ugly clothes. They clothes be ugly as hell. Them and Romans and all of that. Them clothes is terrible. Exactly. But they why terrible. do y'all feel that they're why do y'all feel they make ugly clothes for big people? I don't know. I think they think they want us to look a certain way. Maybe because the people who does I don't know, Tam. Legacy had an answer, but he don't want to respond because he think y'all gonna boycott him. Yeah, I'm not doing boy, Kyle, you got a right to his opinion. He too no, sick to fight y'all off. Yeah, I definitely don't have the energy today. And uh, Tony ain't well, going to Well, somebody tell me why. I don't know why they do it. I think they're a damn fool. I, I think for I one, think they, they don't, they don't they're have... they're trying to lower their self-esteem of people. And so they make clothes, like, you know, I, they try to stereotype heavy, the big people as if 
the reason they're big is because they're not caring about themselves. Yes. So then they're not giving them things to make them feel good. It helps them keep in that same point and make sense you want to get life. out of that box. Right. I think that's one of the reasons. I could see that. I can and, see and, that. They just need to come on and walk up in these two closets. I got one whole bedroom is a closet. I can show them something about how I feel about myself. So come on, need, please. So they need Monique to come in from Thick Madame and desire to close a big girl. Yes, yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? Monique exhausted me with her skinny ass. But, but she's, you, you're saying that about her not because she's lost weight for her health purposes. But at the end of the day, there are no major designers for plus size people. Like, look at that. They had the first professional model that was they called the plus size model, that white girl. And she was a 12, 14. Realistically, that's not plus size. Exactly. But in society's eyes, that's plus size. Oh, yeah, she exactly kicked me right. out the plus size. Y'all heard me get kicked out the plus size real no. quick. Well, what I'm saying <laughs> is, I'll put, my, put a 22, 24 up in there, bitch. That's a plus size supermodel. When you get a 22, 24 up in there, when you get them 20s up in there, then you could talk about that's a plus size supermodel. But yeah, that, would be, that would be a double plus. Represent us. Legacy, that's going to be a double plus. No, Legacy, what's the name that you and Melvin call them? Uh, see, how do you end up always getting me in the middle of this? What's the name? I'm not doing it. What's the name, Legacy? <sighs> you have. Well, well y'all, I done took me some ashwagandha, so I'm feeling good right about now. Legacy gonna break it down. Well, you know, I don't I don't I don't like to use the word fat. I don't like to call nobody that because I think that's degrading. But um <laughs> uh, we got a few words that when we when we are talking about certain things, you know, far as plus size, you know, you got which is one is called uh, a fluff. <laughs> uh, then, then you had a a, a a fluff skin. Now the fluff skin Ooh. is a little bit, you know, plus size than the than the than the uh, the fluff skin is a little larger than the fluff. Then you, have, then, then you have a double fluff. I'm a double fluff. <laughs> and then you have. A double fluff skin, a double fluff skin. You know that that's when you get into like four X, five X, Dun Allen. Uh, um. <laughs> you know what? You are so wrong. You are so wrong for that magazine. Terrible. You are so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you take your sleep. You wrong for that. <laughs> Simmons said fluffier. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! bullshit. I just was joking, but we have, we have, we have those because we don't want to just call people degrading names right. because uh, me, I mean, you know, growing up, you know, I, I, I can't didn't even read like, what that mean. I can't even read that. Fluffaluffagus. Fluffaluffagus. Yeah, that's a fluffaluffagus. 
those names are not like degrading. No, see, we don't say them to people. No, no, no. Never, never will we say that to someone. These are just conversations that we show amongst each other that we when we see that right, you might, but we're not gonna say nothing disrespectful to nobody. I would never do that. But wow. if I'm walking with my brother and I and he asked me, like, is that a double fluff? I'm gonna be like, yeah, oh, or a double fluff alphagus. But that's just between my, me and my, my brother. mom. And your, and your thing, my mom would have been a double fluff or alphagus, whatever y'all want to call it. <laughs> a girl tried us at the movies, or tried her at the movies. I saw oh. how quick I grabbed that girl from behind that counter. Somebody says me, you'll, your mama. You'll, you'll see a beautiful mugshot, honey, because I had the best smile they ever could have said when they said, um, stand there, take your picture. That lady say, ma'am, these are not your prom pictures. Yes, it is. I got the cutest mugshot. Go look at them. You crazy girl. But no, nah, I just I don't I think people just have to be comfortable, like T Savage say. And Ms. Uh, Ms. Adrian say you got to be comfortable in your own self because somebody calling me shorty. Uh, I mean, T. Savage called me uh, shorty doo-wop. I, I don't get upset because that's what I'm short. But that fits you and that's enduring. That's cute. But, it might be, they, it might be, but no. hold on. Who told, who told you that? I'm shorty okay by nature. But who say that I'm okay with it? Um, head and shoulders do. I figured if you would have shut it, you would have shut it down the first time I said it. If you wasn't oh, okay really? with it, uh, yeah. But if you go back to the first show, he let you know he was okay with his shortness. He's head yeah. and shoulders. He said he I'm the cool. right height to be at everywhere at the same damn time. That's what he told me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just and let me I tell you, like, I wanted to be short too. I, I just, I just feel like people just, we just, especially now in society, we just oversensitive. We're definitely oversensitive about a lot of stuff. And we have to stop being that way because I didn't grow up with people being super sensitive. Oh, now you're bullying me by saying certain things. Come on, man. Come on, man. Stop being so sensitive. Uh, you know what? Let me tell y'all something. I've had several people that have gone back and watched the shows afterwards. Like some of my people that follow me on Facebook, they fucking love Legacy. They think Legacy is a fucking riot. Yeah. They think he's a riot. They love him. I got a cousin back in Baltimore that don't like a damn soul, but she loved Legacy. <laughs> she loved Legacy. She said, Legacy argue every point and he don't give a damn. He don't back down. He don't care what y'all say. He argue with y'all to the end. I said, now that he will do. <laughs> Tell her to come on the show tonight. He, he, he ain't got no know. fight in him. Listen, you got to know how to argue with T. Savage, T. Armour, and, and, and you, Miss Adrian. Oh, my God. And and I think Miss Juicy done been in a fight with us before, too, haven't she? No, not yet. <laughs> no, not yet. But it's coming. But you know that makes you know that makes this show so much that to be so dynamic because everybody on this show they bring a special kick to the show. I mean, I love that the women. They, not I believe Tiama is a is a is a man basher. I tell her that all the time. T Savage, 
Savage. Savage is in the middle. I am a man lover. I'm not a man basher. She don't care. She a basher man. She a basher woman too. That's why T Savage is so special. But me, I am I am the most neutral person in the game. What? Put that. Can you put Legacy, that? Shut the hell out again. Shut the hell up, Legacy. Just, neutral, yeah. my ass. You the yeah. most argumentative. And just because she got that thigh off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm the most truthful one, but it hurts. And I tell the truth now, and I, I, I hurt with it. I hurt real hard. Oh, I'm brutally, brutally honest. What's your sign, Juicy? Yeah. Aquarius. Me too. There you go. <laughs> She's a water bear. I'm a water bear, but then I'm on a Capricorn cusp. So it's Honey. like I'm a true Aquarius. I'm a stubborn, mean ass Capricorn. Well, listen, yeah. we want to take the last few minutes of the show. I'm, let's get to know Juicy. Juicy King, Juicy was introduced to me by Rodney. Rodney was um, on our show, um, and he was he's an HIV counselor and uh, social worker and everything. And so Juicy, Rodney said, Tony, I got a friend, Miss Nikki. She would love to come on your show. Yeah. So I said, okay, so. I brought you here, Miss Miss Juicy slash Nikki, so that we can all meet you at one time together. We can ask you any questions, or you can just tell us about yourself. Tell us, you know, what was your vision, what's your dreams, what's your desire, what's your purpose of wanting to start a podcast? You know, what is it you want to do? Tell us about yourself. You said you're a nutritionist. Tell us about that. Tell us all about you. Let us know, Juicy. Ooh, tell you about me. So, um. I'm 44. I'm a single mom. I have five children. So I have I have stories to tell about all that we just spoke about. I like them letters and stuff. Um, I'm a nutritionist as my final trade. I am a teacher, so I homeschool all my children. And I'm herbalist. I'm homeopathic. I'm their doctor. Um, we, I, we do everything ourselves. I'm a chef. And my, my purpose to want to do the podcast and to get out there is to be able to uh, express the wellness that the I feel the world needs to know how they can take care of themselves with the, the foods in the cabinets and in the refrigerators versus going to the hospital or the doctor and relying on things that we're told are going to do good for us, but then have side effects that put us in worse positions than where we are. Um, I don't want to necessarily impose my way on people, but I just want to share the knowledge that I have. So if someone is interested and want to be able to <clears throat> do for themselves, they can. And they are confident enough to know that if she could do it, I could do it. Because I feed my children the way I live and the way I eat. And I do it without clocking in on a job and making the money, like I can, I, my testimony is my faith paves our way. And food is our medicine and it is what we have lived and survived on is being grace. And I just want to be able to share it because I realized, like I said to my son the other day, if I don't start putting it out there, <clears throat> I get a message to, to tell to speak on it, my throat will start hurting. So mm -hmm. I'm starting to see 
pain be inflicted on me through those, like she said, like you get hurt by people touching your children, not necessarily your mother or your father. Well, what's hurting me today is seeing those that I love. I lost a friend this morning, COVID. And to see people dying because they're, they go to the hospital and then the doctors aren't even wanting to try to help because they don't, they don't care about black people. They don't care about what we have going on. So our care is already not the most, the best. It's, it's the lowest. It's, it's here, take this. If it work, it work. If it don't, oh, well, you're expendable. And so I just want people to know that there is a way that we don't have to be their victim. Exactly. Miss Ju- Juicy. Yes. So, um, so you follow um the views of Doctor Sabi. Um, I've been. When I learned about Doctor Sabi. I was already about fifteen years in, so I can't say I follow the views of him, but I do agree with a lot that he says. There's a lot that I have researched on my end that I don't agree with what Dr. Sabi says, but I can also explain why, because everybody ain't the same ABC alphabet case. We all are different. So what is mm-hmm. your blood type might not be what's for somebody else's blood type. And when Dr. Sabi spoke, he spoke on a very generalization that we all are one versus every individual has a different DNA makeup. So, no, not precisely what Dr. Sabi says, but I don't knock him and his ways of doing because he's not wrong. So, so Ms. Juicy, with Dr. Sabi being the only uh, person that has healed over uh, I think it's 70 people, 70, 70, different, 70 different people from HIV and AIDS and over 40 or 30 people from cancer. We're talking about terminal cancer. Um, and I don't know anybody else outside of Dr. Sabi that has done that. So, you know, I do agree with the herb, you know, dealing with, you know, rep, home remedies and things of that nature. <clears throat> but what I wanted to know is, do you not think that this is a dangerous business that you're because a lot of people who are trying to convert over to being like how you are and the type of business that you're doing treating people people from herbs and things that you know they 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 end up they end up eventually especially if you take off and become big these people end up being begin missing and things of that nature because big pharmaceutical doesn't really want you guys out here telling people you know that they can heal their, themselves from using these herbs and spices and things of that nature. Do that not sometimes play in your mind? Uh, it plays a lot in my mind. I had a friend um, floating in the Sebastian um, River about seven years ago. So I have been, they've come close. Uh, I feel that my father, just he just passed in January. Um, there are things that I have seen come close to my life there's warnings of shut up, be quiet. Right. Um. Today, where I am is one. I'm not a doctor. I'm not against the doctors because they did study and they did learn. Um. They're practicing, but they're practicing. Um. 
a different science than the science that I follow. Right. I have um I have ordained myself as a minister of wellness, and I I ordained myself, but I have gone and been become an ordained minister of wellness, so that when I speak, I can speak with the authority that I am under, right. which is God. Um, right. And by being and walking in God's light, I cannot walk with the fear that it's going to kill me because that is my destiny. That is everyone's destiny. We are, we, we are, Born that's our, our purpose, right? So if I walk and say I'm, I'm afraid to die, then I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not who I am. I have children, so I'm mindful of how I speak and the things I put out there because I don't want to make my children be in any kind of harm's way just as um, she spoke of. They're my, they're my lifeline. Um, it has kept me over the years to where I don't share as much as I share openly. You have to book a consultation and I can share my truth. Dr. Sabre is not the only person who has made cures He's the one that has been highlighted as because he spoke out about it. And I, and when it came out and he got called out about it, it was because people were shout, like were speaking up on how he they he helped them. And then there were right. others, like you say, the pharmaceutical who were like that for him to do that. Right. So he got called out on it and he was able to show and prove. Right. Um I myself, I can sure improve as well. I have not yet to be called out on it, and I appreciate being covered by God. That right. that is not been a calling upon me to where I'm still able to do the things I can do. Um, I am not afraid of the knowledge that I have, nor helping others with it. The part that I wish I knew more of is how to teach faith with as well as teach the knowledge that I have because a lot of people can learn how to use the herbs but then that divine moment of faith they might still turn and go the other way and that's when they mess up and that's where if you don't truly believe that it's going to help you and it's there for you then it can hurt you and that's where the fear is pretty much how much can I walk someone and tell them to do all these things and then at the last minute um, they decide to do something different. I have an example. My ex-husband, um, he, he overdosed on something. And when he went to the hospital, he lied to them about what he was using. So they, right. he told them he had an allergic reaction and they were about to give him a medicine for his allergic reaction. And had I not walked in and paid attention to what was going on, the shot they were going to shoot him would have sent his heart into cardiac arrest because it was to stop the allergens from flowing through. And he didn't have any allergens flowing through. Right. So if if I hadn't have spoke up, he could have hurt himself. Mm-hmm. Not even thinking that him him not even being honest about what he was doing was a problem. And so I, I, that stuff weighs heavy on me. That was over 15 years ago, actually 19 years ago. So when I look at it, it's like, you know, for all these years, I have been walking 
in this path and, and seeing how I can be of help to help people save themselves. Not I save them, but them save themselves. And it's through God. It's God's help to help them. Ms. Hold on. Do you also practice the, the was it Rike or Reke? Reiki. I'll do Reiki with well healing as well, yes. Okay. Miss Juice, um earlier you was talking about how um hospitals don't really, you know, go about looking at the African Americans as well as they do pretty much any other race. Would you I mean let's just be honest. I mean, we have now in this day and time, um where we have more millionaires and billionaires as African Americans throughout this United States. Why is it that we you do you feel that why don't black folks build their own medical and we have enough doctors and nurses all across the country to have our own hospitals to be able to attend to black people and black needs and health? Why do why don't we, you know, build institutions like that to help our race? It's like we always have to fall in the category of going to these hospitals where, you know, we don't always get the best treatment, like you said, or we don't have establishments that, like you said, you are pretty much a minister of, of oh. uh, medicine. So why don't we have these institutions or buildings where people can, this can be world, start to become world-renowned, and I mean, like you say, your faith and what you're doing, the healing that you'll be doing will start to speak for itself. You know, most of the people who come get help from me are not my people. When my people come and ask questions, they don't trust, they don't believe, they, they'll take it, and then they go like, mm-hmm. I, I felt that it's either been, uh, how can she know that? And I don't know that. And I the think crab in the bucket. Right. I think that's one reason why we don't have what we need as a community or as a race of people. There are, like, there's um, a young lady, her name is um, Nicole, Anika, I think. She has a women's health clinic in, in West Palm. And she's a black mm -hmm. doctor. She, she broke off of working in Wellington Regional Medical Center and started her own practice, but she's a nurse practitioner. She's not a full right. doctor. Right. And she has a, a facility. Now, she's got to go out and recruit people to come trust her to care for them. They, it's, it's like, if I wear a coat, my white coat, I will have more people come in and, and listen to me than when I wear my t-shirt and my jeans and I love baseball caps and tennis shoes. Right. So when they see me in my casual setting at 44 I have purple and red hair. They're looking at me like She's I can't not take seriously. Right. Mm -hmm. And and I'm like But that's, that's been a but that's, juicy, but that don't you think that's a that's a learned I mean that's it's it a learned behavior. behavior. There's a learned behavior to not trust this because white society say that in order to be professional, you have to look this type of way. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I think a person, um, you know, some people, 
I've I've read where where different um Supreme Courts have ruled that um you know having dreads um that if companies do not want to allow you to work for them that having dreads is 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 just not part of their uniform and instead of being instead of that being discriminative they say that that's just part of the people's uniform and I mean it's just things that I just believe we have enough people now. I mean, and it's crazy that we had we was well, we was a stronger race of people that actually we had more black hospitals and things of that nature. Why the Black Panther were actually walking on the planet, and that was actually treating more people. You had more black doctors and nurses were working inside of these buildings treating people compared to, we, and we were poor for it then. So just imagine with all these multi-millionaires and billionaires if they started to put their money into, you know, like you were saying these programs. I mean. Like how you say the young lady has her own community little center to treat people. You know, we would get a lot of our people off of these drugs because, like you said earlier, our DNA structure may not match up to what white folks are making this medicine and doing. It ends up tearing us down from the inside and making us weaker from the inside out than it is compared to it is we might be looking for these herbal treatments and this might be better for our, our body inside out. You know, I just want to piggyback on what y'all saying. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm listening. You go ahead. No, I was just saying, when just to piggyback on what Legacy was saying about the dreads. Can y'all hear me? Yes, Yes, ma'am. Okay. Remember, Anya, I was just talking to Anya about this a couple weeks ago because I'm getting ready to go back and get my master's in psychology. And it's always been my dream to open up like a... Uh, a center for women who are single women that are, you know, trying to be business women and just to educate them. And I said, it's so important to me for Anya to be a part of that because I need society to look at her with her dreads and with her grills in her mouth and not mm-hmm. think that she's somebody that's stereotypical. You know what I mean? I want people mm-hmm. to see that, hey, you can have dreads and you can have grills and you still educated. And you're still professional Mm -hmm. because I'm so tired of people looking at somebody like Anya and saying, thinking she's ghetto, she's uneducated, she ain't this, failing to realize this bitch walking around with a master's degree is smarter than half of y'all. You get what I'm saying? So that's important to me because I want people to look at her and that just because she walk around, yeah, shining with them grills and them damn dreads, that just because she looks that way, that's not who she is. You know what I mean? So I think that's important. That That is really, and, and, it's, and, and it's all because like you were saying, like it's learned behavior. It's just a learned mentality that this is what people think. I can't tell you how many times people are when I say they, they say, I say, I got a master's degree. My coworkers, you got a master's degree? That's the response I get from people. People like I they, work with, side by like side. Why they stop giving them out when you went to college? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I, my grandmother had goals in her mouth. And so she, she helped me, I guess, see that it doesn't matter what you wear, who you are, as long as you can have it and you're profound in what you do. And my grandmother was a, a business owner. She owned apartments, gas stations. She was in. She was about her dollars. 
she had ghosts in her mouth and she was 411 and she'll hit him with may I have that again please and people will look at her like they expected bonics but she knew how to speak mm-hmm. and she tell them you have to know how to turn it on and turn, and it, turn off. it off that's today, right to, today our, so many of us are um, brainwashed by the fluoride in our water the fluoride yes. attacks your penal gland, which helps you make your rationalization. It helps you third eye, choose. Third eye. Right. And if they're calcifying and making it hard by putting these um, poisons in the water, making the kids get when they go to the dentist in their cleanings, um, yep. it's, in, it's in the everything that they're doing. That's why we are having hard time as a people to accept what we're being shown and presented other than it being on TV or the radio and everybody's agreeing with it. So if if everybody started agreeing on TV and in the radio that we need to have our own hospitals, we need our own schools, we don't need to do that, then more people will join in and take part. But until the mass starts producing it, it's it's uh, it's looked at as that's not for me because that ain't for everybody, and we want to be a part right. of everybody. We don't want to be a part of the standalone. Right, and, right. And that's just I think that's why we don't have what we should be having. We just got to build it. Because Emma's into the healthy holistic eating because she's always organic this and organic that, so she's very healthy with feeding her um her nieces, her children. Uh, herself or husband, so, so she's very much into the healthy, healthy eating. I just want to put it out there. Yeah. Or just, where can they find you? Like, do you have social media? Do you have a website? Do you have Instagram? Where, where can people reach you? Oh, I have Instagram. I have Facebook. Go and down I there. have a YouTube channel. Um, and goodness gracious, the YouTube channel is called The Enlivening. Um, my my company is called Enliven Wellness and Nutrition Center. And then the like code name is Enliven to You. Um, I chose the word Enliven because it means to give action, life, and spirit. So that's E-N-L-I-V-I-N-G, Enlivening, The Enlivening. And then... Um, on Facebook is Enliven Wellness and Nutrition Center um, as my page. And then my group is Enliven Your Way to Wellness. And that's how you can find me. And you can look me up by my name, Nicole Pers- Nicole Gracefully Perseveres. That's what I'm on Facebook as. Okay. Do y'all have any other questions from Miss um, Juicy? No. Miss I I just want to say thank you for attending and everything, and uh, you you just keep persevering through that right there because I mean we definitely need individuals like you that bring attention to different alternatives for as health and medication for our own for our people. So you know, mm-hmm. be safe out there and don't let anything deter you and keep pushing. Well, we're gonna we're gonna end this show, and I, again I want to thank, thank you, you so for coming on. And thank you, Ms. Adrian, for popping in and giving us your opinion and putting your two cents in. That was worth a quarter. 
you know, we appreciate you every time. And Le Legacy, don't you want to um, do something with Miss Juicy before we leave? Miss Juicy. Yes. Well, listen, we have a, a, a ritual that we, we do on, on this show, right? And when people come on to this show, we got we didn't get a chance to do it because I was on um, I didn't get a chance to do it because I was late. But I want you to tell the world one thing before you get off this podcast today, okay? Okay. Can you do it, Miss Juicy? And, 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 uh, and, and, I, I believe I can. Don't 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 fall off after the show ends. Go ahead. Yeah, I need you to let the world know what's the best show in the world. You got to tell them. ATL. <laughs> ATL, baby. <laughs> it's the best. Show. And you know, I, 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 it's the best show because it's, it's the show that welcomed me and allowed me to come on and, and enjoy speaking and being me. So thank you all very much. Thank you. You're welcome, love. Good night. Yeah. Good night. ATL. They're back. Ha <laughs> Anthony, Tioma, Chia Savage, Legacy. They're back. They're the best. Let's get it. Season two. I'm the best in this city. That's fact. Y'all, there's only one reason that I came back. Set the fucking record straight. Okay, I'm the best. You ever catch this spell the way? First off, ain't no no beef. Yeah, 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 yeah.